Hello my beautiful sisters, this is Ola Davis with yet another episode of When Marriage Hurts Podcast. Um, yes, so you're not going to hear the intro music today because I'm recording from my phone. Um, anyway, it's a long story, I don't want to bore you with that. I want to make it a really short episode so I'm going to go straight to the point. Um, yes, so on this episode... We're gonna be I'm gonna be talking about I'm gonna be talking about um I'm I'm looking for a good way to put this. Um I'm sorry if I sound off. I'm just having a terrible headache. <laughs> but I'm so determined to put this episode out there. Um because I didn't release an episode last week. I really apologize for that. I'm just settling in in a new city, you know, trying to get my kids situated in school, starting a new job. So it's been crazy around here, um, but I didn't want to go two weeks without an episode. So that's why I'm recording this episode no matter what. All right. So what I want to talk to you about on this episode is... I'll probably come up with a topic before the end of <laughs> this recording, but it's really about the fear that grips us when when we wake up from the lies that we've been living in for however long. When you first come to the realization that, yes, for real, I am being abused. I'm in an abusive marriage. My spouse is emotionally, psychologically, mentally abusive. When that hits you, you know, there's no going back to normal, really. You know, that's that's the crazy thing about abuse. Um, I wouldn't say that ignorance is bliss. But ignorance does, at least it puts you in the state of almost um, unconsciousness, for lack of a better word, where you still give yourself excuses about your abusive spouse's behavior, you blame yourself, you do all sorts of things, right? But the moment you wake up and it becomes super obvious to you that this is... This isn't your fault. It's not your kid's fault. It's not, it's nobody's fault, but your abusive spouse and you are the victim here. When that hits you, you are faced with the question, what do I do now? Right? And I think the next stage after that, not everybody goes through that stage, but for some of us, we go through that stage of, oh, you know, I'm going to get help for my husband. And that's still some form of denial because then you tell yourself this lie like, oh, my, my husband just has a problem, but, you know, that's why I'm his wife. I'm going to help him. Um, honey, true, your husband might have a problem. But it's 
it's a decision that your husband has made to abuse you it's not it's not like something is happening to your husband no it's like they've made this decision to abuse you they they targeted you and that might be difficult for you to to believe but there's a reason why your husband decided to marry you and not someone else it's because they know that you're this caring person that even no matter how badly they treat you you're still going to be trying to figure out how to help him and not how to get out of that situation for yourself okay all right let's just get that out of the way so you know there's this stage that some of us go through where we're like oh i'm gonna help my husband change i know that he's a good person he just has a problem he just needs to get help only you need to get help okay your husband is an adult if he needs help he can get professional help for himself you need to get professional help for yourself all right i'll leave it at that now when you get to that point where it really hits you that you're being abused and your abuser knows exactly what they're doing to you they're just feigning ignorance then you're faced with the question so what do i do now do i leave do i stay how do i protect myself and you know it's a big question especially for a person of faith divorce isn't something that you know we take lightly right and i just if you have been contemplating that question if you're thinking okay so what does this mean what do i do now am i supposed to leave my husband how's that gonna affect my children how you know you have this million and one questions the whole goal of me recording this this episode is to let you know that you don't have to have the answers right now so i just want to take that pressure off of you okay as much as you know i share my own story and the fact that i filed for divorce i always tell people that divorce is never an easy decision it's not something that I can compel anyone to do it's not something that anyone should be compelled to do period okay it's a decision that has to be taken by the the person who is in the abusive marriage if you're hearing some weird background noise right now I apologize I live close to the airport so I think there's an aircraft going by (laughs) um yeah sweet Yes, so divorce is not an easy decision. It's not a simple decision. It's not something that anyone should be pushed into. Um, It's not, you know, when you find that you're being abused and you know that the abuse is most likely going to continue, divorce isn't this you know it it's not like this deep pool that you you either have to jump into or nothing else no when you contemplate these questions 
and if it feels like divorce is your only way out that can put a lot of pressure on you okay um the first time that i first considered divorce was in 2018-2019 okay but i actually didn't file for divorce until 2021 am i saying everyone has to wait two years no all i'm saying is if you start contemplating that and you feel this pressure and if you are overwhelmed by fear and you know the what ifs and you know a thousand questions after that i just want to tell you you don't have to make a decision right now take that pressure off of yourself and just think of safety first okay now safety first might mean different things for different people in different circumstances for you safety first might mean maybe you just need to separate yourself physically emotionally um i don't know maybe mentally from your abuser um so just those kind of i want to call them baby steps but in reality <laughs> when you've been abused for so long those don't feel like they feel like giant steps but in the bigger picture when you compare it to divorce and all of these big steps maybe you might want to call this like baby steps so when you're thinking safety first and when i say safety first it doesn't necessarily mean that the person is being physically abused see emotional abuse is so eating and is so insidious and it's so harmful and dangerous i cannot say that enough i can't emphasize that enough emotional abuse is so dangerous it's like an invisible form of um i don't even know what to call it like it it can completely destroy a person without people on the outside even seeing anything going on that's how dangerous it is so you want to think safety first you want to think of okay how do i protect myself um can i immediately physically separate or if i if that's not feasible right away how do i emotionally separate from this person just to protect myself how do i take care of myself what does that look like it could look like you starting to see a counselor um a therapist just you know this isn't the time for <laughs> it's not the time for marriage counseling if you've been listening to this post podcast for a while you know by now that marriage counseling does not fix an abusive marriage because in an abusive marriage the problem there's no marriage problem really it's just a person the abuser that has a problem not the marriage itself so this is not the time for marriage counseling okay it's the time for you to get therapy get counseling for yourself so that that still comes under safety first so like i said it's going to be a short episode i just wanted to put this out there that if you are 
being in a confused state and you're thinking, oh, what do I do now? Do I just divorce him? And it just, the whole thought of that just overwhelms you. I'm saying you don't have to. It's not, you know, the thing is, whether you do divorce or not, it's your decision. But don't feel compelled to do that unless you know that's the right step for you. Or it could be the right step for you, but maybe now is not the time. So no pressure. The most important thing is safety first. Take care of yourself. Protect yourself. That's the most important thing. Um, yeah. So for some people, the first step is separation. Some people decide right away that they want to get divorced, you know, right there, file for divorce right there and then. Some people decide they want to separate first. Some people decide they want to stay in the marriage, but they're going to draw boundaries. You know, there's no right or wrong way as long as you consider your own safety and that of your children. Okay. All right. So I'm going to have to call it an episode at this point. I'm so sorry. It has to be super short. Um, I just wanted to make sure I had at least a new episode for you this week, no matter how short it is. Um, please reach out to me on social media, on Instagram. I'm at when marriage hurts on Facebook. Our Facebook group is when marriage hurts. If you don't feel if you don't feel comfortable posting a public message, you can post an anonymous message or you can just shoot me a direct message. I love to hear from you and until I come your way again next week, this is Ola Davis saying have a wonderful week ahead and Jesus loves you. Okay, I was just trying out the effects on this recording app. I know it sounds cheesy. I probably wouldn't do that anytime soon again. Have a wonderful week. Bye.